Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. something to you all this is not a promo this is not starting off a big old rant it's just let's let's just be honest with world wrestling entertainment you know it's uh they are providing a service for us you know because we don't have that much entertainment going on outside of baseball outside of pga bowling tours and Whatever else we can get our hands on entertainment-wise, sports entertainment-wise. So last night, Extreme Rules in Orlando, Florida, a mass taping, if you will, part of Extreme Rules, more like uh, it was maybe two or three matches that were of quality out of uh, the seven or eight that were booked for that night. So normally... You know, extreme rules would be kind of just on that level of, okay, we get it, you know. We can't gig because of the pandemic going on right now currently in this world, but there are substitutes, right? There are chairs, there's ladders, uh, steel cage, and then you have to gig during that match. I don't, you know what, dude? Look. Lady Lynn will be joining me later on tonight, so I can save pretty much some of my rants uh, for Off the Rails Uncensored because as a podcast journalist, it's our responsibility to report to you all what has been going on with World Wrestling Entertainment and then some. And tonight, joining us for the first time in what seems like forever, Lady Lynn? Welcome, welcome back. Hey, hey, B-Train. Glad to be back. It's been forever, ever. It has been forever, ever. And um, we spoke earlier in the week. And uh, folks, you know, to be honest with you, if there's anything intriguing going on about WWE, it's NXT. And the reason why NXT is more of an entertainment value type thing, pardon the uh, dramatic effect of a vent system. But folks, I just had to sit down somewhere where I could vent my anger so it wouldn't steam up the whole entire fucking house. Here's the reason why Extreme Rules tanked really bad, and I bet you they lost a lot of subscribers not me, is I have a job to do, right? It's to report professional wrestling. It's not, if it seems like a chore to report main roster shit, particularly in the fact that I'm going to touch base about Sasha Banks because I'm pretty sure she's used to hearing a lot of hate, you know, and a lot of cynicism, and Bailey for that matter too, because these two are the epicenter of discussion in the wrong kind of way. Like, okay, I'm not going to start off with their match tonight. We're going to start off with uh, WWE Raw because I figured 
I would do us all a favor and take a break from, you know, my random rambling type stuff. So <laughs> let's see how I can look at Raw tonight without saying, was it a talk show? Could it be a talk show? Because that's what it's turned into. I Seriously, don't it should be know, called folks. Monday Night Talk now instead of Monday Night Raw. I mean, MVP, Shelton Benjamin, and now Bobby Lashley. So are we trying to emulate the Nation of Domination with all the, you know, are we going to get uh, edgier with the, con- or the content, you know? Because if so, it's just going to be them bashing Apollo Crews about how Bobby Lashley made him stay at home like a little pansy ass. Somebody needs to write differently. Either it's Pritchard, Hayes, I don't fucking care. Somebody needs to write this show a little bit differently because, let's see here. Hmm. Let's let think. So, Orton made a statement in the main event uh, dominated by excellent matches. Really? Who, who? The horror show at Extreme Rules was met with mixed reviews. Yep, you damn right. And I'll get to that, you know, later on in the show. So, Seth Rollins beat Aleister Black. Question... Why? Why? Seth Rollins is a great guy, and he's talented, and and you bring Aleister Black on for what purpose? To to lose all his matches, and then and then what? I, I don't, you know. Okay, let's move on before I. So Murphy interfered and then a minus. Who reviews this shit? Honestly, I would like to know what you guys do for a living. To get paid by Vince or somebody to make a nice review, be like, "Hey, watch our watch our show, right?" The twenty four seven or twenty four seven championship, really. Shelton Benjamin beat our truth, and that championship match is a joke. I don't really care. The twenty four seven championship attacked. is a joke. It is a joke, folks. She's not lying. I mean. It's supposed to be this, the PG version of what Lady Lynn and I grew up with, the hardcore championship. That's the different subject for a different day because I will go on and on. Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander, and Ricochet beat Bobby Lashley, MVP, and Shelton Benjamin. Who the fuck is writing this shit? I'm sorry. But when the booking already is making me livid, and I'm pretty sure other fans are going, Huh? How the hell Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander and Rick Share, no slouches, but to beat the likes of Lashley, MVP, and Benjamin, I'm not upset, but it's like, um, yeah, Ruby Riot beat Peyton Royce. Uh, Jesus. Um, the Street Profits beat Andrade and Angel Garza in a non title match. Should have been a title match because I can guarantee you. It's going to be a pull for them as tag team champions, but it's just, i sorry, Angel Garza and Andrade Cianamas. Very talented individuals. Garza's a third-generation superstar. But I got a question, folks. Does anybody buy their merchandise? Anybody at all? Show of hands. Show of hands. Cricket, cricket, chirp, chirp. Fuck, are they the tag team champion? Stephanie McMahon clarified the situation with the Raw Women's Championship after Extreme Rules. Oh, goodness sakes. Uh, Let's see here what it says. So, Asuka and Sane entered with Asuka calling Banks a thief. McMahon interrupted the Tron. Asuka would rematch for Raw Women's Championship. And they're going to, they're fucking going to screw Asuka again. I, I already know this. Kyrie Sane beat Bailey in a pinfall in a non-title match. Non-title? My lord, dude. Can we please make things interesting? If she would have, if she would have beat her in a title match, I can guarantee you that would pull the ratings back up because then at SummerSlam she could lose it again. Come on, people. Um, McIntyre. It's a solid deal for a rematch with Ziggler. Okay, so. <laughs> and McIntyre gets to pick the stipulation. Whatever. Randy Orton beat Big Show. Mm. Hmm. 
But I bet you, okay, so it says Andrade and Garza came out. The Viking Raiders came out. So this was chaos. So they had, they gave, wait, so the one night that Raw side of things gets better, all right, I got to assess this real quick. There's a lot of things wrong with WWE in the sense that their head's in the right place and merchandise, you know, believe me, folks, Lady Lynn and I would love to go to a wrestling show again uh, someday, but when the merchandise numbers are higher than your ratings, they're like, oh, this is the highest rated Raw. I call bullshit because they're like, well, you know, we are doing mass ta- or mass taping so that people can spend time with their families. That's all fine and dandy, but um, Raw has not been the same without certain people, and we get it, you know. Becky's out because she's pregnant. Charlotte's out because of injury. Understandable. And these are understandable things. It's just right out the gate, Aleister Black loses to Seth Rollins. I got to question the capability of, of why. Why are we crapping all over NXT talent? Because XFL folded again, so now you face backlash, and now you decided to make changes. Um... These changes need to fucking quit because I, I got to tell you something. You think you know what we want, and I've said this multiple fucking times. I know I'm not going to work for WWE. I know it's a dream, and I know that it's just because of my mouth. And if I don't like something, I will, I've learned to curve my tongue, but son of a bitch. When... Extreme Rules aired last night. I was hopeful that you would give the fans what we wanted. But instead, you guys are in a hurry. And here, you know, I'll just go by the results because I got to go in order because it's a show, right? It's a show. So 2020 results for Extreme Rules. You know, oh, by the way, folks. There was an eye-for-an-eye match, and it was pretty fucking gruesome. But that's not the match I'm going to cover first. So why is it on Yahoo News? I don't know. Ah, here we are. So controversial finishes reign at the horror show. Controversial ain't the word word or adjective to describe it. Lady Lynn didn't even watch it, and I described it to her, and she said, man, that sucks. Yeah, and I pretty much she saved me the trouble of having to sit through the horror show because I'm sure it was a horror show and not just in the sense that that's what they decided to title it. More or less a horror show and that it's a horror to sit through. There may be two or three quality matches, folks, but boy, she's right on that assessment. It was a horror to sit through, especially... Bray Wyatt and the Swamp match. I've noticed something lately. Bray doesn't have referees for his matches now. His matches are basically movie-like, you know, cinematography, and uh, they're crapping all over his fucking character. It's like Finn Balor Uh, and the Demon King. Yeah. uh, Didn't they learn from the House of Horrors match back at... What was that pay-per-view? Payback 2017? Oh. Oh. That was the worst. It was in an abandoned house, folks. And it looked like someone made a a haunted mansion or whatever, like a a Halloween house. And it was was like poorly. It was like a not even a D-list horror flick. I'm going to say this out loud. A porn would have been better than that match. So, <laughs> you not, ain't kidding about not, that, B-Train. Not to shit all over Randy or Bray, two very talented workers. Man, I feel like I'm fucking working a promo here. Build, you know, build them up, tear them down. <laughs> 2020 WWE Extreme Results and Grades. 
Kevin Owens versus uh, Buddy Murphy. That was uh, he goes by Murphy. They gave that a B. It wasn't a terrible match, but if they would have involved, like I said, chairs, kendo sticks, something, it would have been nice. <clears throat> okay, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, the New Day versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Michael Cole, I know that you're high executive in a talent, you know, talent recruiter, agent, whatever, for WWE. Could you please address Shinsuke Nakamura by Shinsuke and stop calling him Shin? You don't know him like that. You do not know him. Uh, and it's it's a disrespect to the Japanese culture to call someone a that a half name. And there are some fans that be like, who cares? I'm like, I care. Because, you know... I've been to, let's see, it's been a while since I've been to Japan, but I never, I learned and I read through books, you know, Michael, that something that you turn page to page and then you say, ooh, this is cool. Please fucking read one about Japan, you asshole. Because honestly, this is the same fuck who booked or would get in people's ears about, oh, Cena could be, you know, a great champion. If you give him a long run, blah, 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 he's going to be consistent. Whether you love him or hate him, folks, we complain about Lesnar's attendance. Cena did have a big portion of the 2000s, and, and you know, it was an OVW. But the point is, Michael Cole worshipped the ground that Cena walked, because why? Cena's a hard worker. He's a locker room leader. No. No, this is the same fuck that made the dumb decision Oh, I don't think you're a bear could go over because, you know, he's a young talent. That was partially Michael Cole. And if you don't think so, I had nothing to do with the backstage decisions. Bullshit. I, I call bullshit, dude. And he's the reason why it took so long for Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro to be recognized as champions. Holy fuck balls, Batman. It took this long for a tag team that was very dominant in their solo careers in NXT, including Cesaro. That man was a fucking beast. And when he got to main roster, almost disappeared into obscurity as a mid-card, and they're just like, well, what do you mean? Look, the New Day's been champion. Let someone else have it. Finally comes about when there's no audience. Man, fuck you. That's That's my theory about that. The New Day is also very talented. There's no doubt about it. Big E and Kofi Kingston. These guys, you know, work their asses off. But I believe it's time, you know, for something to change because they're like, well, we gave no. That, that hmm. I'm happy, but I'm also upset. SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Cross. Um, question: Why do you even bring Nikki up if she's not going to win anything? It'd be nice, you know, if you... There are certain talents in WWE that are being handcuffed, metaphorically speaking. Nikki Cross is one of them. And I say say this... Go ahead, go ahead. I would like to see Nikki Cross as she was in NXT. An absolute batshit loose cannon... You had no idea what she was going to do. She's unpredictable as a tornado. Not the Nikki Cross that they've given us now. And you see, we're not the only quote-unquote backlash that was going on right now. Because I'm pretty sure every other podcast is bitching about Extreme Rules in a different manner. Or they're praising it, which you psychopaths. Sorry, I like to name call. I call them as I see them. (laughs) I just think that was the word. It gave it a B. Oh, fuck you. Whoever's doing these reviews have to be getting paid, man. You gave that match a B. Yeah, Nikki Cross showed up a little bit, folks, but I would have appreciated it. They're like, Bailey only held the title for only 243 days. Are you really trying to shove it in CM Punk's face? Now that he came back to backstage and he canceled that, why? It was, I mean, dude, if you guys would have let him loose on the show, it would have been great. Because people are like, well, it kind of creates the grandeur of illusion. Oh, you fuckers. Okay. 
moving on, Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins, an eye for an eye. This match, okay, you want extreme. You kind of got it with Seth Rollins puking because he shoved Rey, like, the eye looked really damaged. And I'm like, I, I don't, even if it was a work, that's still fucking gross to just puke. Uh, like, I don't know what Seth, that was pure, like, water and grits or whatever the fuck Seth had. That was spewed all over, spewed all over the fucking mat, you know. And anyway, so moving on, they, um, let me see here, Raw Women's Championships. Well, we're two for two, folks. Um, Oscar versus Sasha. Now, this match did have intrigue, and Oscar makes anyone look good, including the crybaby tantrum thrower at WrestleMania 35, Sasha Banks. Yes, I did reference you like that, because if anybody else cried like a bitch, at uh, WrestleMania or, or any job, dear, they would have been fired. And she did unfollow everything of WWE. She said, she, I was taking a sabbatical. I said, I get it. I've been burned out by pro wrestling too, hon. But uh, for her and Bailey to be getting the opportunities is one thing. But for them to be winning against people that have credible names, is that getting us our attention? Yes, but in a negative connotation. Here's why. Sasha beat Asuka in dirty fashion because Bailey literally took off the referee's shirt because the referee was blind. Now, instead of stripping Sasha of a championship because she kicked and cried and screamed at Mania 35... I guarantee because, oh, they're supposed to have a long run. I don't blame her. She got mad. I'm Asuka had over 260 victories in NXT. And now, ever since she's been on Maine, she's been crapped all over on people that she would whoop their ass if they were back in NXT. Why is it so fucking different on main roster for her? Asuka is a, a female phenomenon. I, I just, I don't understand why... Okay, all streaks have to come to an end, really. When Daddy complained in the office, yes, Rick, I'm referring to you. I love and respect your career, but I don't respect you. I said it. I fucking said it. You know why? Because you as an individual are the biggest asshole on the face of this planet to walk to the back and go, well, Rousey uses an armbar, therefore Oscar can't use one. Hmm poses a big fucking question. If Charlotte doesn't win that championship at Mania 34, which is one of the shittiest manias before Mania 35, I will explain that on a different day, folks, but we got to move forward. So, McIntyre versus Ziggler, and Ziggler came out and said, I get, you know, it's going to be an extreme rules match, but for me only. And if you try and get yourself disqualified or counted out, you automatically forfeit the title and I win the championship. I like that angle. At least that match gave it flavor. So I'm not going to be all cynical tonight, folks. I, I got to balance this out. That's one of the three matches that I actually paid the fuck attention to. It sounds so, like yeah, that was one of the worthwhile matches. Yes. Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt. Um, folks, I thought Strowman was going to break the fucking boat a couple of times. I'm pretty sure they had to rehearse this. It was very odd. They had a lot of weird elements, like Alexa Bliss being Sister Abigail. Totally the wrong choice. It was so fucking weird. It was so weird. Like, if it were a comic strip, I'd understand it. But if it were an actual match like it was, let's just describe it like this, folks. Um, This was supposed to be the horror show element. It wasn't even scary. The Fiend came back. So I'm pretty sure Bray Wyatt had to undergo, you know, put in makeup 
and he was dressed up as the old Bray White in the Hawaiian shirt. And then he was sitting in the rocking chair, and then he suddenly disappears, and I'm like, uh, I don't, I just don't know anymore at all, because this is some fucking bullshit, is what I kept thinking when I, when I was watching the sequence of events, Stroman goes in, you know, and then he gets somehow chained and tied up in a chair, and then he gets out of the chain and starts beating up uh, Bray Wyatt. And then it goes into the water where Bray Wyatt's on the boat, and then he falls over the boat because Strowman choke slams him into the water. And then the fiend all of a sudden appears. So you know there has to be some fucking editing in this shit. There just has to be. All right? It has to and be. This there post, can't be any way that they yeah, do it without editing. Yep. There was, as a woman appeared to tell Strowman he didn't have to do this and tell him to follow her home. So it was a vision of Alexa Bliss. Like, honestly, folks, I'm not sure how that's supposed to work. But all I can tell you is I can guarantee you there's going to be a lot of backlash. There was a lot of backlash already because, number one, and the bulk of it, we'll get on to it a little bit later, folks. But to the um, to and guys, if you want to message us, you know, Lady Lynn or myself, we can answer your questions directly at Russell underscore radio, Russell radio forward slash Facebook.com. And for those of you listening during this global pandemic, we want to say thank you. Uh, we're almost to 6,000 listens. It's not about us, though. It's what you guys hear in the content that we're going to be bringing to you. It's going to be different. I was going to intentionally play Joey Ryan's uh, denial of all the allegations of sexual misconduct. But, folks, it's an hour long. And me playing a snippet of it won't do it justice, although, (laughs) you know, people say innocent until proven guilty. So if there's lying involved, then there's lying. But you really do, there's concrete evidence with text messages. So it kind of swimming in a swamp full of lies in denial that you didn't do anything. Okay, well, here's the deal. I mean, he's an independent worker. And he's not, he was to be involved with Impact or Ring of Honor or wherever Joey Ryan was going to wrestle. But anyways, folks, again, we'll take a breather for a moment from the rant. And uh, thank you, Latvia, Indonesia, Tokyo, Japan, Venice, Italy, Montreal, Toronto, Sydney, Brisbane, London, sorry, Blackpool. Uh, let's see here, the good United States of America, yeah. and I'm sorry, folks, but the ho-hum moment has to happen. I love you all listening to me, it's just, we're all divided here in the United States, so that's a touchy subject, we'll touch on that later, for a different podcast in a different day, which is very least likely, because my show is not so political. Okay, and please do not call about gun control, or the right to bear arms, because I've had that happen before. Son of a bitch. I had to channel my inner Lewis Black. This show is about professional wrestling. If you're not here to talk about professional wrestling, Lady Lynn and myself have no fucking interest in you, and we will hang up the phone. Interesting that I said that in a minute. <laughs> the fucker hangs up. <laughs> ah, perfect timing. So before I segue into my crazy bill, if you want to murder yourself and watch, or if you want to just murder your mind and and just contemplate why life is even a thing, and don't you know think to stress too much over it, but if you want the network for older shows that make you happy, go and subscribe to the WWE Network. Your first month is free. They are still doing this. It's not just because of the pandemic, folks. Although it is a pandemic watching this crap, sometimes, sometimes. (laughs) Go ahead, Lady Lynn. No, no. I had nothing to say at that. I just 
It's a pandemic no. watching it. It is. Well, I mean, that's main roster folks for you. I mean, sometimes it's hit and miss. You just have to strap yourself in and, and watch with caution, I guess. But um, if you like to subscribe, it's nine ninety nine. After that, they're going to charge you on upwards of like ten eighty seven with tax, depending on what you know. I hope to God they don't go to a plan. But anyways, you must have the available devices to use at least an Apple TV fourth generation, and current Xbox, PlayStation four, or PlayStation five. Devices are limited on what you can play for through the WWE network and live streaming. Make sure your device can have streaming capability with a flat screen TV and a USB cable. Believe me, folks, it used to be an ooh-ah moment in 2014, but now it's just ooh, ooh. <laughs> 9.99 a month with a valid credit card, username and password, email, and a password. If you do not have a valid debit or credit card, uh, Lady Lynn, would you like to explain to the fans where they can obtain their WWE uh, preloaded card for $27.99? Of course, B-Train, the following retailers carry WWE Network preloaded cards. You can find these at your local GameStop, Walmart, 7-Eleven, Dollar General, Best Buy, FYE, CBS Pharmacy, and other retailers where gift cards are sold. See, we're nice, folks. We are very, very nice. And, um, and I say that we're nice in the sense that we're promoting because we just are. Oh, folks, if you want to join the world-famous Monster Factory, signs are limited due to the pandemic, but if you like more information, go visit the world-famous Monster Factory's website on www.monsterfactory.org. That's www.monsterfactory.org. So, if you want to fight the good fight against cancer, if you have a loved one that is undergoing the process of chemotherapy or what have you. Cancer sucks ass. Go to the following websites. There's probably several more than SusanGComa.org. Find the cure. Support your loved ones who have cancer because cancer sucks. It blows balls. Now. Now for the main event, folks. Buckle up, you fucks. Because I, Brian Rails, have something to say. Actually, some things plural. So allow me to introduce a show that was created not just to hear my own voice talk, but this show was created for pure sake of entertainment and sanity enrolled into one or insanity or lack thereof. Let's play. Let's play. The following content is an explicit podcast. For those of you who don't like explicit language, I suggest that you turn this show off. Alright? So, if you have small children or kids under the age of 18, the following content is not suitable for minors under the age of 14. If you try to reproduce or record under the title of Off the Rails Uncensored, Off the Rails Uncensored is a copyrighted uh, podcast created March 7, 2016. I've been running this ship, and I have not ran it into a fucking metaphorical iceberg, folks, for four fucking years. And here's why. Because sometimes wrestling gives me content to speak on, and sometimes it gives me content to rant on. I try and vary it up. I give it an even shake. Well, folks, it's high time that uh, buckle up, enjoy the ride. I can't guarantee that you won't be offended. So, 
don't get caught on the wrong side of my tracks, Jack. Because tonight, for the first time in a while, it's about to be, well, off the heezy, no, off the breezy, off the rails, bitches. All right, monkeys in the truck. Hit my music. I've been 
behind the curtain on the other side on an independent level and on a professional level because I've mentioned this before. I was on, well, maybe not on Raw, but on SmackDown Live when there was a use form for extras. I partook in watching how a rehearsal went, how an actual show, you know, was going down. And I got to tell you, it's really cool experience to see what these guys do, you know, for a living. However, you know, when I watch this as a fan, it's just like, I don't know what the experience starts to feel like because it just, it's hard for me to watch as a fan. And it's hard for me to see, okay, well, from the worker point of view, okay, the fan point of view, I can't watch it the same way. But what I can tell you all is I would like to believe that WWE can get better because they they noticed all of a sudden, you know, I was just browsing through my phone and also browsing through my iPad and also I'm very tech savvy, not really. (laughs) I went through my computer, (laughs) folks, and I – saw article after article saying WWE faces heavy backlash after Extreme Rules Horror Show. I wonder why. Because when you give us three out of eight matches, man, that are completely shit-tastic and we're in a global fucking pandemic and it's funny that Mr. McMahon took the suggestion of Kevin Owens to wear a mask. You know, the workers should wear a mask during certain periods of times before the shows. So thank you, Kevin Owens, for being a sane sound of mine to suggest to the boss, okay, maybe all the workers and non-workers should be wearing masks during this shit. Because, folks, look, Florida is being, you know, bombarded with all this shit. So WWE was granted the access to do tapings, you know, because if they don't, there are some of us that still believe in you And it's just like stabbing us in the fucking heart with a metaphorical long-ass machete. And then taking our hearts out and going, here, we'll just let any dog eat this piece of meat. That's, it's extreme, but that's how it feels. Also, when you have, go ahead. No, I was just agreeing. That sums it up pretty well. As, as you were. I mean, like, I like to figure out why it went from giving us what we wanted. You're not, like I said, you're not going to please fans. There's going to be some fans that will always be disappointed, or there'll always be fans of of Sasha and Bailey. But it's like, where was this years ago? When this shit first started, like I would. I like to question this because there seems to be there seems to be like a huge paradigm shift, no offense to AEW, but when Sasha and <laughs> Bailey came up from NXT, Bailey was struggling, Sasha was struggling, so they put them together, they pulled them apart. They put them together, they pulled them apart. Um the turning point for Sasha being an even bigger bitch was after Mania 35. And if you don't believe that she threw a tantrum, folks, she was asking more money. That's not a problem. She was asking for the reason why they had to drop to the Iconics. I get that question because I've seen those two wrestle. They're not bad. They're not good. They're in between. And by far, they'd be stuck in the Divas era of wrestling because look at Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. They are not the greatest of wrestlers. They do have... Um, they are nice. I met them at WrestleCon, and I do believe that um, they're just not meant for the the world of wrestling, the Iconics. They're great heel promo, but their in-ring skills, yikes. Uh, now, they did do well with Nikki Cross. They've always done well with her in NXT, and they, that carried on to now. But what I, what I got to say, folks, is, like, the level of respect that Banks and Sasha, uh, Banks and Bailey. My bad. They have, uh, I don't know, locker room may love them, they may hate them, but I wouldn't, 
if I was a female competitor and I was the level of Asuka, who was a very talented uh, WWE superstar when she landed in NXT from Japan. And now there's some big questions as to why she keeps losing to people like Carmella, Charlotte, and Sasha. Because some will say, well, in order to be in this business, you have to give some back. Asuka was the most dominant NXT champion in history. And now it's under Io Shirai, right? I I just, I don't know if they're being like lambs led to slaughter or the question is, why did you do that to us? If you knew if you knew what fans do, I know what fans think. No, you don't. No, you fucking don't. Well, I have to write accordingly. No, you don't. Because why do the opposite of what we want? You guys do realize the only thing selling for WWE right now is their merchandise. Because it sure as hell is not main roster. Just saying, folks. And the merchandise can only keep them afloat for so long. Yep, and you guys guys got to understand, this is not an ultimatum. This is the fucking truth. We're not saying you suck. We're just saying, as fans, there's room for improvement. Please take the fucking hint. Don't sit there and be like, oh, well, we can do things and they won't notice. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Most of the generation that watched you guys is my age range and lower, maybe probably like 18 to 45. The demographic, it may have improved maybe a 0.5%, and then people are like, oh, I never watched wrestling. Oh, you people. <laughs> I understand that, you know, we sound like I sound like I'm complaining, or Lady Lynn may sound like she's upset and has angst about it, but we're telling how we feel, because if we don't, there's just going to be no telling what's going to go on, because if if you guys don't honestly think that fans will not get up and leave, even without arena shows, even without um, certain things, we're not going to, it's not going to be a good thing, because we, okay, Extreme Rules is an example, and SummerSlam, and WrestleManias that were absolutely fucking horrid. Like, honestly, folks, Lady Lynn and I have sat through shows, Money in the Bank, together. Okay? St. Louis, Chicago. And you know why we're upset with some of the results? Because, like I mentioned earlier and previously, it's not that Carmella's not talented. It's just her beating Asuka is like me beating Braun Strowman in a strap match. <laughs> I'm 5'9". The dude is literally 7 feet tall, and he weighs over 405 pounds, and you can't teach him. I'm not going to do the whole Schlemiel fucking gimmick of Enzo Amore, but I will tell you something. It's like that logic that when Rey Mysterio beat Big Show, that one is like David versus Goliath. I understand that one. But for y'all to sit there and just not care, and then to realize afterwards, oh, the numbers went down. Oh, we lost subscribers. You guys, I mean, I get it. You're a business. You have to float not just on money, but on the stuff that keeps you going. We're buying your stuff still because we're fans. I just, I want to know, why all of a sudden you decided to take note of what fans feel after the fact? That's bad. It shouldn't be after. It should be give the fans what they want and give one result for us. Because if you give, you know, if you give fans at least that, they're gonna, we are gonna be grateful. Like, oh, you gave us one shitty match. Okay, cool. But the rest of the matches were really top dollar. 
Like, honestly, that's what I, that's what myself, Lady Lynn, her friend, and others that watch wrestling, that's how we want to feel. Mm-hmm. We don't want, When are we going to get shows like that again? We got them for a little bit when you could tell Triple H was running crap, and they're like, well, Vince has to have the final say. I'm like, Really? So when numbers were in a crunch, you only gave us six weeks of Raw, which were decent, and that was 2018. Then in 2019, we're going to give the fans what we want, or what they want, but under asterisk, what we want. Mm. That's like that's like the shittiest fucking reasoning I have ever dealt with, you know, and other fans have dealt with, sorry, um, when it comes to giving satisfaction to the fans. I've said this multiple times before, and not just Extreme Rules in 2020, but uh, the Great American Bash in NXT, it was a bit mixed, you know, okay, Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole, so no one could, you know, because of Dream's controversy, um, was submitting picks to minors that were unsolicited, and I don't know if he got, he probably got hacked. The point is, Yes, there are some results that were questionable for NXT, but we as NXT fans would like to point out some shit. If it weren't for NXT, for some of the main roster fans, then you guys wouldn't have Aleister Black. You guys would not have Seth Rollins. And furthermore, you wouldn't have Becky Lynch. You wouldn't have that WrestleMania 35 moment. So for the fan who just messaged me, NXT blows. Um, Dude, let me point something out. NXT's been around for 10 years. Okay, and I tried out for them way back when in 2009 when it was a fucking game show. It's come a long way from what it was before. And to say that it blows, really? Have you watched main roster shit lately? That's so fucking arrogant, dude. Oh, this made my night. If you would like to message me, if you dare, man, I'm open to any questions, comments, concerns, Russell underscore radio. And, you know, I don't bite hard, that is. (laughs) I'm just going to point this out. Like, I point many things out. You can't Deny The WWE Does have a delayed reaction syndrome Because This is the previous episode That I've mentioned this And it's sad that I have to be on repeat And you know when a record repeats itself And you put the needle down on a fucking vinyl You have to make sure it just hits the record Just right in the right spot I hate repeating myself And I'm, you know, it's like I'm speaking to no one because the brick wall that comes up when, you know, you're dealing with WWE corporate, it's like, okay, they're not going to listen to us. They're just going to shove us down. They're not going to hear suggestion. Maybe I should suggest this to you. If you did, you know, with intent, the whole thing with Bailey pulling the referee shirt on, explain why she wasn't stripped or why Sasha wasn't stripped of the title. Did she throw another hissy fit? Well, if I lose to Asuka, I'm walking. Hi, bitch. They're like, oh, that's a pretty big name for WWE to lose. Um, She tried following AEW, folks. AEW didn't want her. And when she realized that, that's when she packed her bags back up, took a sabbatical with her boyfriend or her husband, whatever, And went to the beach and was like, I need to take a break, blah, blah, blah. Like, bitch, do you remember where you came from? Ring of Honor. Shimmer. NXT. And she was great in all those facets. But I got to say something. I cannot believe, nor, you know... What she thinks she is, because it's like it's not wrong to want better, but it's wrong to ditch somebody for you know an autograph signing, and they'd been your biggest fan, 
since they were eight years old. That's my cousin that you ditched, by the way. And let me explain this to you folks. If you're in this business and you bitch about signing autographs and being harassed by people, it's your job. You don't have to sign everything, but to a 12-year-old child, that's not cool. Oh, I got to go. I got to go lift weights, or I got to just relax, man. I got to commiserate with somebody. I got to do something. Well, it was nice seeing you. Like, quit trying to, like, no. That's not the only reason why I dislike her. I just feel like if anybody else do a tantrum at work and they were to uh, do that in front of their boss, if I was to do that in front of my boss, I'd be fired on the spot. No joke, man. I would sit there and lose my job if I did what Sasha Banks did. Not just her, but Bailey. Bailey's a different story. Bailey is very... There was a glimpse of the old Bailey uh, in the backstage area when she was being interviewed about what happened to Rey Mysterio and how he was an idol. and She she had a moment where it's like, oh, she's going to turn back to the Bailey she once was. And then she turned back into the heel Bailey. And it's like, I commend them for trying. It's not that I'm disrespecting them. I am being brutally honest. The WWE has the bad habit of shoving people down our throats and then wondering why a lot of people jump ship to AEW or back to Ring of Honor or somewhere where they can be like, eh, this is wrestling. We're not trying to be negative here on Wrestle Radio Network, folks. It's been a while since we did a Monday show. Our my cynicism has come out because I'm starting to notice a pattern, uh, especially with talents like Sasha and Bailey. Not just those, you know. There are certain favoritisms going on. I know that they're like, well, they they worked hard for them to be favorited. That's like, you know, like I said, there's certain people at work that'll be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. This is what's the situation, and I feel this way. Those people, surprisingly, are the ones that get promotions or get noticed because of their work. So, honestly, man, as I yawn... And I collect my thoughts as I collect my thoughts. There's room for improvement if you just you know they've got the heel thing going for them. The only unfortunate side effect is why why didn't this happen a little bit sooner? Well, the timing wasn't there. Yes, it was. We pulled the fucking trigger on Becky, and she you know fans like ate it up. I mean, I was there at that SummerSlam with Charlotte and Becky when they helped each other up and did the best they could. You know, the last woman standing match. I want the best for each and every single one of the WWE superstars. But if you're going to give a shit-tastic pay-per-views that don't showcase their talent and people wonder why Kevin Owens is not a top-tier guy, it's because he doesn't kiss ass. I mean, he he's smart enough to fall in line. He's unique, but he falls in line. And that's how he still is employed. Okay? I just... I wish for a lot of things, folks, and I know I'm not going to get it. Maybe it's a half and half thing like they did last year. Half the year, we'll give you what you want. The other half of the year, we're just going to stop with our thoughts. Like, they don't... I don't think you guys completely understand the concept of, you know, fandom that you had from all the way from the 80s up until now. You know, you had Andre, Hogan, Savage, Warrior, Jake the Snake, uh, the grad. They had a lot of people. Adrian Adonis, Body Adonis. You had uh, Axe and Smash. You had... The Legion of Doom, Hawk and Animal. You had a lot of people back in the day that could give us a show. Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Diesel, D-Generation X, soon to follow after, after the whole fucking incident at Madison Square Garden in 97, or 96, I think it was the Madison Square Garden incident. 
But anyways, you had a lot of people that could entertain us. Now it's hard because Kane retired, Undertaker's gone. AJ Styles, this is one thing I'm going to touch on. AJ Styles losing to Matt Riddle, it should have been at Extreme Rules because that would have been an interesting match to say the least. If it would have just been built not like WCW Nitro, where the main matches were great on live television, and then when it came time for a pay-per-view, you could have had that match as a filler, and it would have been a great... I mean, it could have been a great match. So there are certain things, folks, that bother me because it could be improvements for WWE. Yeah, you guys heard our opinions, all right? I'm pretty sure that you losing money is the only concern. I get it. Like I said, you're a business, and you have to focus on you in certain aspects. But when it comes to this being a global fucking pandemic, I believe I don't speak for the rest of fans, but I can speak for some of us when we say the last bit of your company is world wrestling. What? Entertainment. And I, you know, the, the saying is, you know, you, you're not going to please everyone. That's right. But when multiple podcasts like myself or ourselves here at Wrestle Radio Network are telling or trying to tell you, and you're not going to fucking listen, you're not going to cave into terrorist demands, you know, from a fan. Oh, but see, <laughs> you will pay attention when your numbers start to slowly uh, digress. A regress and it nothing. So please, please pay attention to the warning signs. I've said this multiple times on on multiple shows of mine. I'm sick and tired of uh, readdressing the issues with World Wrestling Entertainment. So you know, change your shit. Because I'll still watch NXT. I would just like to see something completely, totally different, man. That's it. I just, I don't, I don't want to repeat myself in multiple shows. That's all. And, folks, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say tonight, that I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Lady Lynn. And if you didn't like what Lady Lynn had to say, well, call me what you will, folks. But don't, and I repeat, don't you dare call this lady crazy. Uh, You heard it, folks. You don't want to blow the top off that lid. You don't want to blow it. Well, I blow the top off my lid every fucking night anyway. So, um, all right. Uh. Toodles, bitches. I got to catch me a subway in the morning, so time to go out to the purge. I mean, work. It just, you know, it's just been like day by day. So hopefully WWE makes improvements like they did tonight on Raw. But do that every night, man. Do that every night that you, you know, like do tapings and just do the best you can. And if you can't, well, then I'm just going to be as cynical as I can because I can be positive and I can be cynical. I'd like to be more positive, though. All right, folks. Toodles, bitches, for real. I'm going to hit the sack, so uh <laughs> going to go a little old school for the outro. You get Everybody else.
us alone In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know him But fuck him, he knows the code It's not about the salary, it's all about reality And making some noise, making a story Making sure his click stays up That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up Let's go Who the hell is he anyway? He never really talks much Never concerned with status, but still even in starstruck Humble through opportunities, given despite the fact That many misjudge him cause he makes a living from writing rats Put it together himself, got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help, but to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote, his will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds, the skill of an artist This is 20% skill, 80% fear, be 100% clear Cause Ryu was ill Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess Aha, in my dentist's office More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.